What do you get when you mix two guys, two girls, unlimited topics, and too much realness? This is Now We Talking Podcast. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid now. We stop kid. Hey you guys, big shout out to our sponsors for making Now We Talking Podcast possible. Room 112 Productions, Unborn Justice, and Firm Foundations Productions. With our busy lifestyles, sifting through the various means of effectively getting your message out can be stressful. Room 112 Productions can provide you with clarity to effectively promote your business or event. Whether it's for traditional media or social media, we can provide audio, visuals, and marketing campaigns that effectively get your point across. Call us today at 850-6600 or email us at room112music at gmail.com to design an advertising package that's best for you. Unborn Justice is a registered charity established in 2014. In April 2017, we opened a pregnancy help center operating from our headquarters in James Fort Building, Hank Street, Bridgetown. The mission of our pregnancy help center is to provide help to women and men with crisis pregnancies through empowerment, education, and tangible assistance, and to provide support to post-abortive women and men. All of our services are offered free of charge. If you'd like to make a donation or find out more about our work, you can call us at 266-8473 or email us at unbornjustice246 at gmail.com. Firm Foundation Productions is your one-stop shop for all your production and sound system needs. We do commercial and voiceover recording and editing, sound system and sound engineering services for your conferences, churches, weddings, parties, and so much more. Give us a call at 844-9844. That number again is 844-9844. Or email us at firmfoundation246 at gmail.com Welcome back to part two of Body, Beauty and Desire right here on Now We Talking Podcast. How should I feel about my body? Because on one hand, I'm being fed shame from the world because my body doesn't fit the standard. And on mm-hmm. the other hand, I'm being fed shame from church because my body is offensive to somebody in there. And I'm like, in which world is my body okay? Okay, exactly. I'm trying to exactly. find that world. The biggest the dilemma. happy medium. Yeah, Where it's okay to world. look like how God made me and have the parts that I have. If it means that my butts are big or it means that my butt is, is voluptuous, like in which in which world is that okay is there something wrong it comes back to that question is there something wrong with how i look yeah you're either asking that as an insecure girl who's who's gay (laughs) who's gay she like you know you're 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 finding yourself back at that question all the time that's true i think that then creates a lot of frustration it did for me and i i I understand it has for a lot of other women as well yeah it's hard knowing that you want to be yourself in every capacity and you want to do so with wisdom and tact and maturity and then you're you feel like you can't find that space where you can live happily with with who you are and i wonder if that's just part of the struggle of like living in a world um that we live in and being like a christian or being like a woman of religious beliefs 
um because i'm like okay there's a lot of things we take into consideration not just as women because period as women we need to be very aware of how sexually we come across or how desirable we come across to men because that can mean some dangerous consequences for us if we're not careful or if yeah. we're not conscious of that so first of all our bodies is our <laughs> our bodies sometimes feel like it will betray us if we aren't mindful because what i'm trying to say is even when we're confident in how our bodies look we can go with every intention of making sure that yes that is shown in a way that is attractive but still honored and people can go the other direction and yeah. disrespect it and take whatever um allowances they feel to your body and own it like okay well you look good so i have to respond to you this way or something like that and i'm like okay women need to just be mindful but period that's to about me that. still still down to the individual because like to me if if you are an attractive person there's only so much hiding of that attractiveness that you can do. And there's only so much that I think you can be held responsible for. Because if you're attractive, you're attractive. And you can't control who's attracted to you and how they're going to respond to your attractiveness. I, I, I told the lame very much with that because I've seen situations where women are... I mean, let's think about it. You got schoolgirls. Mm-hmm who in the uniform they ain't nothing more innocent than mm -hmm. that but because their bodies are shapely and we know how the uniforms look in barbados you got the world of pleats on that skirt nobody can't see you know all the outline of your body but yeah. a man decides that that's somehow attractive to him and he still decides to violate even if it's not with his actions with his words mm -hmm. so i feel like to some degree like I don't blame women for, for just this, at some point deciding, look, how I look is how I look. This is how God met me. And y'all can just have to learn to live with it. Because whether I cover everything up or I throw it all out there at the world, somebody off the street could still decide to say something derogatory, mm -hmm. to violate my body personally, my physical space, and have their way with me. And then it can still be my fault. <laughs> that's that's very true. I, th I think when it can't... First of all, let me just say, I absolutely believe in modesty. I am a Christian. So <laughs> I, I believe in covering yourself and, you know, honoring God by honoring your body and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I think that when it comes to church and Christianity, I feel like a lot of the responsibility that should be placed on men are is placed on us as women. Because you don't really hear uh, preachers or teachers telling men um overly about you know curbing their lust or um looking at women as image bearers instead of sexual beings mm. all of the time but yet still they will tell the women no it don't 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 make your brother stumble cover up put on clothes you know um don't put on too much makeup or what have you and then they make it seem like marriage is the reward for doing that mm -hmm. like you will get a godly spouse because you cover up or because you are modest and that is such we a lie that, we know that ain't happening Girl, we're like can you quote me the scripture where jesus says that exactly i'd I know, like right? to know i know proverbs right? 32 <laughs> i know right? right after the proverbs 31 that we all trying to be <laughs> We all trying to read. This yeah, is true. Hello. Proverbs 32 is the pinnacle. I know after you have done these things, this you will true. get this. And this then you find true. that those, those the, the church guides don't actually go for the ones that are quote unquote modest. They go for 
Another type. I was just going to ask you what I type is. Like. Another them, type. I was going to ask you because you, like, you have you look because you see you see them getting snatched up and it's none of the ladies in the church. So, so, so who is doing the snatching? It makes one wonder. I'm gonna leave that right there. I never I never speak for what Holy Spirit tells tell somebody to do. I didn't know. I wanted to just just to change the, the just to pivot a bit. Um, we were talking before about you know conventional beauty standards all those things is there anything that you think i don't know norris maybe you have some thoughts on this that you might be consciously and subconscious or subconsciously doing to achieve a conventional beauty standard or to be accepted as beautiful do you think you're still there still striving for it in some way absolutely okay absolutely tell us a little bit about that um wow it must be it must be uh, probably like it probably more so in clothing because, you know, you see the, obviously, you see the pictures on Instagram and stuff like that. And I already know what I look like. But I feel like a part of me is still striving for, you know, that that, that easily dewy, glowy skin. I'm like, yeah, that can work. Skincare that can, routine, yeah, skincare, girl. Like, yeah, them. Yeah. Let me just add the layer of skincare onto this and it gonna work. Yeah. Or it can level me up. I love a skincare though. I mean, <laughs> I might you know? be, it might be, you know, but I enjoy doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that, you know, maybe a trendier hairstyle or maybe stripping back my makeup so it's more bare and you look more fresh and Men younger. Can't and they but. really cannot. <laughs> they really cannot. But mm. truth be told, that is what I have in my mind that will make me feel like I will right. look more as opposed to someone suggesting that to me. Okay. That is why when, when I see these things, I go like, yeah, maybe maybe glowing skin might be nice, Danielle. Maybe you should look into that, you know? <laughs> maybe you should look into that. That might help. How about you, Rihanna? Um, well, first of all, <laughs> that glowing skin thing, right? For a lot of people on social media, that's just filters, girl. That's I filters know, and highlighter. I, I want my skin <laughs> to be real. to be real. So like, when you see me, you'll be like, you skin look really good. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I want that to be real. I know, it's, I know it is fake. There is nothing in my mind that says otherwise. <laughs> For me, social media was like a big, played a big part in me um, not being satisfied with mm-hmm. the way that I look. And it's not my skin, it's my body. Because okay. my weight fluctuates a lot. And I find, find that we're constantly inundated with what society would call perfection when we go on social media you know they have the boobs they have the, the waist they have the, the exactly no here. it might be because of a brazilian butt lift but that's this what we're <laughs> but we're seeing the shapeliness yeah. I, and sometimes it can be so easy to look in the mirror and compare which is why i try to limit my time on social media and take a break every once in a while because it can get very daunting when you are eating healthy and exercising and still not seeing the results. Not look exactly, like that. Exactly. So, um, for me, it's a daily thing where I have to remind myself. You know what? Their reality is not your reality, mm-hmm. and a lot of people do a lot more things than just eat right and exercise That's to right. look the way that they do. What Rihanna is really saying is that they lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do they done lied to us uh, so yeah and for me um it, it was definitely social media was a big thing for me but what i do is i just try to do the best for my body and myself mm-hmm. and let everything else go from there how about you danny try to get abs 
<laughs> You're like, yes, abs. <laughs> yeah, I trying to get some abs. I mean, am I trying hard enough? No, because I still love all the things that don't <laughs> that, create abs. That stop abs. And I don't want to give them up. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the conventional beauty standard that I'm after. Trying to have a flat stomach so that you know I can take pictures. I have, a, I have an interesting <laughs> question sure, though. I post them on the gram. Are they? Were you, Danny? I still waiting to get. I, I guess I want the skin and the bikini shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it even got me for the gram. To be honest, I don't post that often. But even to just when people got these pool parties and thing, I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I can wear the swim <laughs> now. This is true. <laughs> I have an interesting question. Seeing that we're all women here um, who are Christian, has the word of God ever played a role in how you see your body and your desirability? Has scripture ever Ooh. come into play at any point in time? I'm trying to think about a specific scripture. The only one that comes comes to mind is the one in, in first or second Peter, I think it is, that speaks about, you know, your your beauty being more about your inner beauty than your outer beauty. Mm-hmm. That put a lot into perspective for me at, at different points in my life. Um as relates to taking putting less pressure on the external and focusing more on the internal. And I know people use that scripture to browbeat women like crazy. But there's a lot of merit to the idea that, you know, your worth doesn't come in your outer appearance, the jewelry that you wear, the makeup that you wear, all the things that you adorn yourselves with. Because mm-hmm. I think Peter spoke about adornment. Yeah. Um, but it's of a char- your character that's of great worth in God's sight. And I've seen that play out a lot because even men would tell you, you see pretty girls that got ugly personalities. Eh, it don't work. Mm-hmm. It might be a short lived situation. They might pursue them and whatever. And if we're talking about desirability and men. But then even as women, those aren't women you enjoy to be in around. Those aren't women that I think we aspire to be. So for me, it just kind of reminded me that in the midst of all that you're being fed out there, build your character first um, and make that more of a priority than how you spend your time and energy investing in the things that as women we thoroughly enjoy. I, I enjoy putting on makeup. I enjoy doing my hair. I enjoy my skincare routine. I enjoy masking on an evening. It's part of my de-stressing. I ain't giving that up necessarily, but at the end of the day, who do I want to be is so much more than what do I want to look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, well, for me, can I, can I quote a passage? Certainly. Hallelujah. Pre- okay. Preach the story. Yeah. <laughs> let's get the, let's get the So gun. it's First uh, Peter 3, uh, verses 3 to 4. And it says, do not let your adorning be external. The braiding yeah, of hair and the, the, and the putting. Thank you for, for putting into context. I can't remember. If it's and the putting Peter on the gold Lord, jewelry or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Amen. No, that's let's, beautiful. Let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. But for me, initially, when initially when I first became a Christian, I felt like it meant that I could not dress up. I felt like it meant that I could not put on makeup or that's jewelry. People, you, or, people used to use it because it was weaponized. Yeah, that, right. Exactly because mm. it was weaponized. So after a while of relationship with God and getting to Hallelujah, know Him personally. I realized that that's really not what it meant. And then to being in church, the, the part about the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, I thought that meant just shut up. Yes, being shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just put just on that burlap Just shut up shut and up. be quiet. <laughs> so it was a journey for me, to a, a, a journey between me and God, not mm-hmm. necessarily me and the church, mm-hmm. where 
I became comfortable with looking beautiful because I understood that there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's all about your heart posture. It's all about um, where the actions are coming from. So, so I, I look beautiful. I put on my makeup. I do my hair and I feel great. And I know that it doesn't affect my standing with God as long as my heart is pure, as long as my heart is to honor him. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being fashionable. I agree. I mean, I'm still looking for where it says those shall not be sexy because I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't it, because for me, I just had to realize that when it comes to Christ Jesus looking at me, somebody he loves, he's like, I love when you look good. Exactly. I love all of exactly. you, Danny girl. All that of, me of you. Another verse that I would say was is was a really good one is Psalm 139 um, mm-hmm. when David says I praise you because I'm fearfully and fearfully wonderfully, and wonderfully made, made. Mm-hmm. that's a revelation that when you get that and you really you really take that in it it it, co- it gives a grace that covers all the little insecurities and the issues that we have about ourselves because God is God looking at you saying you look fine to me yep matter of fact you look yeah. good you, yeah you are more you than are, fine you to are me. the crown of creation as far as I'm you concerned are so I know you are right, I but have dove's eyes for you bruh <laughs> so but yeah I find that in a lot of ways even as Christian women we can forget that the word of God and Christ Jesus is really our buffer from everything and for everything when it comes to our self-confidence and feeling desirable, the fact is that we are always attractive to God, like always. He's like, you know, I long to hear from you. I want to hear your voice. Come with me. Come away with me. Come into my secret place. I want to communion you, commune with you. He's always like that with all his children. And he loves you exactly the way he made you, hence why he made you fearfully and wonderfully. And you can marvel at the fact that, yeah, all like everything about me, the things that are weird, quirky, or the things that I don't think are beautiful, the things are not that are not conventional beauty standards, the things that may, that people may not automatically become attracted to me for. God is like, I am looking at you and I can't stop. Like you are so beautiful to me that I cannot stop myself from looking at you. And that should settle our hearts. It should really put us in, in different perspective that even when others may not look at us the way we want them to and even when we may not look at ourselves the way we want us to god is always like this is how i see you and that matters more than anything all right so that was that was real nice and holy (laughs) we've been to church and we've praised the lord but now i want to know norris what is the wildest thing or the farthest length (laughs) that you have gone to get a guy's attention i'm so mad i put this question did it work I'm so mad I put this question there. <laughs> I'm so mad. Tell, tell. I am so mad I put this I question there. I think God think there. I, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking I'm like, I am really trying to think if I've done anything like super out of the way other than, you know, like walk past the classroom far too many times Listen, than I should have. I to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> or like drop something or, uh-huh. you know, just try to get their intention in, in everyday things in the same f- way you'd see them every day so if you're at work going over oh snap <laughs> let me see there was one guy at work i just remember that oh man um 
he had to help me with a project and i thought he was so cute he had a great personality or personality and, yeah man he had a great <laughs> personality yeah after his cuteness he had a great personality that's what i'm gonna say and i would always go like hey you know we just like send him an email just ask him you know could you help me with blah 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 <laughs> and i already know how to get it done can you help me with blah 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 and he like sure i'll come over and i'm like yes <laughs> he's going to come over <laughs> And really, and truthfully, it was just sending him emails so that he could come over. <laughs> and he just, you know, sat next to me and he was so nice. He was like, okay, so this is what you're going to have to do. You're doing this wrong. And I'm like, oh, really? I really did play the dumb blonde part. I yeah, did. I've done that. I too. did. I've done that. It's worth it, though. And <laughs> men like, to, damsel men like to know that that could be helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done that. How about you, Rihanna? I, I'm listening. still thinking, You're still pondering? Yeah, you Thorpe? <laughs> I can't think of a specific situation. But as she was talking about, I was like, yep, I did that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a very big gesture, notice me kind of person. Ain't nobody setting me up for that kind of rejection. I'm sorry. This is true. This is true. So I would rather send a little email and and pretend they need some help and, you know, stuff like that. They're a lot easier to just slide, you know, along by and be like, yeah, no, I didn't mean it that way. No, it's the problem. It's fine. But yeah, I never did anything wild. Maybe I should. I've, I've done a lot of crazy well I've gone to a secular event yeah you're good at things and you're just so that they know. could see me there possibly yeah but that's not well that no. isn't oh well, no. well good but then Tim then it's going to events nah <laughs> I don't think I've done anything past dressing up extra special extra special and yeah. hoping just walk by them yeah, a little more walk, time yeah just walking but yeah, yeah. how's like your prayer life that's that's pretty sounder we gotta try something gotta have a story to tell the kids yeah we do <laughs> i clearly need to do something just a little bit more because i thought those were wild things nah. and danny's telling me that i'm tame because she clearly has more lit stories than i am that she's not sharing but i, I would like to hear those no stories. i would hate that it comes to me after after that we've recorded but it could happen but <laughs> i guess we've never done anything crazy enough but did it work ladies Oh, absolutely the dressing not. oh absolutely well, you not. see we never need to does. level up so we can come up with a plan don't worry we can we will not never record does. it because we don't want the unsuspecting gentlemen that may <laughs> hear clips of this podcast to know but um yeah let's move on we'll talk about that all right another question i had was how do we cultivate a confident sexuality basically how do we feel sexy about ourselves is it something that is innate or does it have to be awakened through sexual experiences? Basically, are you sexy because you have sex? Or is it, oh, or is, is sexiness outside of sex? We can answer. Yes, <laughs> we can answer. Me. <laughs> I think it's a combination. I think definitely you have to be able to be confident because, okay, you definitely have to be able to be confident without being sexual, mm-hmm. right? You have to be because the confidence has to come from you. Right. It has to come from inside, whether it means, as we talked about, you know, you get that from if you're a Christian, you get that from the presence of God or you get that from your Bible or whatever. But everybody, every woman, regardless of what her faith base is, has to find it for herself and become confident in herself. Confidence does a lot for you than when you are sexually active with somebody, you're making love to your husband. That, I'm sure, adds to the equation because now you can let your guard down around that person and then obviously there's things like trust and all that um so i would say you can be confident in your sexuality without being sexual um confidence does benefit you when you get to that point 
but at the same time i think also being sexual adds to your confidence if you have a partner and again i'm assuming but i'm pretty sure if you have a partner that genuinely loves you and loves your body and makes you feel good that has to boost your confidence mm. you can't tell me that it doesn't if you have a partner and that partner is able to affirm you and love on those parts of the of your body that even you ain't sure you love that's like that's bare gas for your self-esteem it though. is true <laughs> So I think there's a connection between the two. I wouldn't want to believe that you have to do one in her to have the other, but confidence is where it starts. Mm-hmm. And confidence is definitely something that can be independent of sexuality or sexual, um, what's the word you use? Sexiness. Sexiness or, um, but confidence is sexy. So that's why I think the two are connected. I get you. Yeah. I probably rambled, but I hope y'all get my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... For me, I think, well, sexuality being our confidence with our desirability, I think that you can achieve that without being sexually active. Mm -hmm. I believe so, because if you have a positive relationship with your body, I think it's absolutely... It's absolutely possible to achieve, to be yeah, 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 to be to be confident in your desirability. Yeah. I don't have a lot of experience <laughs> on the on the other, on the flip side of that yeah, question. Yeah. I be, and I asked that question because I have heard it been said before in in different circles. I'm like, man, she's sexy, man. That means she can't be a virgin. You mean like she gotta be she gotta be doing saying? And I'm like, is that true? And it made no. me wonder. Mm-hmm. It genuinely made me wonder if only having sexual experiences is what qualifies you as sexy. Um, but as you ladies rightfully said, and as I have followed that persuasion also, when you are confident and you are you know you're beautiful and you carry yourself like that, it is attractive, period. Yeah. Some people may call it sexiness. Some people may call it desirable. Some people may call it extremely attractive. Some people be like, there's something about you and I can't put my finger on it. And all of that can be done without actually having sex as yet. Um, But I will agree with Danny as well and say like there are links when you do when you do walk into that relationship where you can freely and comfortably have sex with your partner. That should definitely add to the smoke and the fire in the room uh, that you will obviously be carrying because (laughs) you're like, yeah, you know, because then you get to be sexy outside of clothing. Which is where we all want to, you know. Yeah, with with the partner. We all want to feel good about our naked body. Exactly. That's the hardest part. You can feel confident and sexy in clothing and in makeup and in hair, but when you're completely naked now in front of someone, that's where I think another layer of sexiness you have to kind of feel um but yeah i think you can do it outside of it and obviously when you do get into that marriage relationship and you can just be lit it should go up another level (laughs) explosion explosion of confidence yeah that should happen but i I just want to make a plug as i said is it depends on the kind of partner that you're with because Mm -hmm. you can be with a partner that doesn't make you feel good about yourself and doesn't make you feel good about your body, even in the context of sex. And that's why I feel like confidence is where it starts. Got you. Because people can have some sexual relationships where they're not being affirmed. They're not being, you know, loved on in all the right ways that would make them feel good about their bodies. So you got to have the right partner and you got to have the right relationship with yourself personally, like Rihanna said, mm-hmm. and your body. So how can we cultivate a healthy, positive personal outlook on our bodies and sexuality how do we do that going forward 
affirmations. Tell yourself you is kind, you is pretty, you is smart, you is important. You just gotta tell yourself a truth though. And um yeah, if that means telling yourself scripture verses that affirm you in your your journey, then fine. If it is words that you come up with yourself, you do you you do some of that. But yeah, be honest with yourself and, and affirm yourself is what's coming to my mind first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do some squats. And, turn, <laughs> and, and switch off. Nah, seriously, unplug from the, um, from the, the, the outlets, whether it's, if it's media, if it's friends, if it's a guy in your life that doesn't make you feel good about how you look because we do have those people sometimes in our lives that, that prod on the insecurities. They may know, they may not know, they may be doing it consciously or subconsciously, but if you don't have people that whose opinion you regard highly and they can't tell you they can't gas you up and you look good or tell you you know stuff they can't pay you compliments they or they may know that you feel insecure about something so they point it out like just laugh at them people not in 2021 2020 has been a hard enough year don't do it to yourself next year but definitely cut back on a lot of that there's sometimes there's people that you follow on social media and then you find that these people following these people make you feel a sort of way when you look at their stuff maybe you envy them again don't just unfollow them and then don't address it with yourself but you you know remove yourself from those things that only trigger insecurity in you and make you feel um less than about yourself and then do the work personally to really get to the root of where that insecurity and envy comes from and heal from it Okay, so while you were talking, I actually remember something I would think is crazy that I did. Um, this was like my, f- my first ever relationship. And the guy told me um, to change my hair. He told me exactly how he wanted the hair done. And I stupidly went and did it. And then he was like, um, that's not how we meant though. So he's a hairdresser now. This did he have a, did he have a right? picture to show you exactly what he meant? I was young, guys. I was young. It happens. This jigaboo will never do it again. Ever. However, I completely agree with Tharp about the affirmations. That that's one way. But also for me, when I spend quality time with the Lord, there is no confidence like coming out of the presence of God. Let me tell you. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's just this feeling completely at peace with who and what i am when i come out of god's presence that just there's nothing like that gives you the glow yeah (laughs) that's true the The literal glow of the holy spirit that's what we mean by glow honey i can agree with you guys i actually don't even have anything to add because i think summing it up on really resting and reassuring yourself in the presence of god the the one who made you and said i made you beautiful and i can't stop looking at you that's enough for me man Sometimes I do have to remind myself to go back to that place and find my energy there as opposed to trying to manufacture it outside of him and trying to, you know, even with affirmations and stuff like that. Sometimes we just wake up one morning and go like are in our process of trying to become more comfortable with who we are. We, you know, we go online and we find all these great affirmations or whatever. We create them instead of going to God and saying, you know, just tell me, tell me what you think about me. Like sing that song over me. And it might not even be the scriptures you thought. It might not even be Psalm 139. It might be something else completely that it's just speaks son, to your songs heart. Of Solomon, oh, yo, <laughs> just so you know. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> but that's a good place to definitely sum up where we should get 
a healthy where we should cultivate a healthy and and we can affirm each other as women we can definitely be the ones to tell our sisters you are beautiful you are gorgeous i love your skinny calves you know your height is bomb it makes you stand out from the rest you You know that kind (laughs) of stuff we can definitely aid in helping other women feel good about themselves all right, guys, so that has been a introspective, entertaining, but yet really encouraging conversation that I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening with us if you've made it this far. And if you have, I want to encourage you to share this episode with a friend, with a sister. You know, you never know where somebody's at in their journey of gaining confidence with themselves. Like Norris said in her example, sometimes we get to that point and then there's a kind of a setback. It might be a pregnancy. It might be a breakup. It might be something that we go through that eats away at our self-esteem. And then we have to go through the work all over again. So I really want to encourage you to share this episode with some of your sisters. Share it with your friends. Share it with women that are in your circle. Women that you may not even know. And just say, hey, or let me just drop this encouraging episode so that you can listen to this. Because I think it's something we all need to be reminded about. We might wake up tomorrow and, you know, you have those days where you're not feeling so great. And it's a reminder that, hey, you're not alone in that. Every single one of us, even the pretty girls that you see True. are on a journey of self-acceptance and self-confidence and really coming into the fullness of understanding who they are and appreciating what how God made them. And you never know where somebody is at in their journey. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't hesitate to share this message. And like Nora said, encourage the women that you know and affirm them in their beauty as well. Thank you for joining our conversation. We upload new hot topic episodes just like this one every Sunday. For more great content and updates on our next podcast episodes, check us out on the interwebs at Now We Talking on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Now we stop. Now we stop. Now we stop.